Chapter 6 The Seven Heavens The group got ready for bed rather quickly after the black cat reappeared. No one else knew if they trusted that cat or not, but it seemed to have claimed me as its favorite human when it found its way onto my chest after it was time to sleep. Resting along the tree's roots, the other cat curled up under my arm while the seven girls were huddled together on the opposite side of the giant oak tree. They were keeping a distance from me when Bianca came to cuddle up beside my legs. Just rest, darling, she said, petting my feet. It's been a long day. I think we could all use a good night's sleep. Closing my eyes, my mind began to drift when I started slipping back into the ritual from earlier. There was something strange about that vision, how each of my friends who might consider family all appeared in it. But where was I exactly? Where had I gone? somewhere deep within the subconscious of the mind. I took one last peek up into the universe when I noticed how the stars were all perfectly aligned. Resting. Crickets under moonlight. Just resting behind my eyelids. Dreamless but not quite awake. I heard the grass shuffling beside me when I opened my eyes as the black cat hissed. It was standing on my chest with its jaw wide open while its eyes were fixated at some chick. The smallest sister, the girl with the bloodied cheek, was right beside me with a knife pointing at my throat. Over her shoulder, the entire group of girls was wide awake watching from afar. This little sister was only a few inches away from killing me, but the black cat was ready to bite her hand. You bitch, she whispered. Bianca rolled awake. Oh my god, enough! Stop it! What's going on here? said Bianca. She was trying to kill me. The littlest sister backed away, pulling the blade away from my throat while the beaded mala slipped off her knife and fell back around my neck. Then Bianca came between us. We pulled a card, and the deck had something to say about Jane. I think that necklace is possessed, said the smallest sister. Well, what was on the card? asked Bianca. One of the seven sisters held up a tarot deck to reveal the top card. The devil. Yes, of course it could be, and we should have checked the mala before the ritual. But what's done is done. Now back up, said Bianca. My mala. Her knife rested below my throat, but had she been trying to lift the necklace off my head? Or was she trying to slit my throat? Why would you do such a thing? Isn't it enough what we've just been through? asked Bianca. The smallest sister pocketed the knife and spoke. It's not who you are that's the problem. It's how you are. And I don't trust you either, I told her. I'd never trust a whore who sleeps with a knife. Watch your mouth or I'll cut your tongue out said the smallest sister. Enough, yelled Bianca. You saw what she did to my face. She's living with a demon inside of her. She's not one of us, said the little sister. Bianca paced back beside the giant oak tree while the cat stayed with me. Wait until the preacher comes back. I'm going to tell him what happened, said one of the middle sisters. Shut up. You're not going to say shit, said Bianca. Witches and bitches gossip, but sorceresses stay silent. What happens in the moment stays in the moment. You know that. But she threw me into the rocks, and she almost choked you to death, said the small sister. What? I whispered. How could I? No, I was dreaming. I was... And she's not even a real woman, said a sister. You're a... Don't you dare. You know the seven laws. You know the truth about gender. All the worst lies start with anger, said Bianca. What laws? As far as I knew, that dream had taken me into a trance. Wherever I'd gone, it wasn't far enough away, because I couldn't spend one more day with these women. Come on, we're settling this right now, said Bianca. 
She strutted her hips toward the burning orange coals under the night sky. This was the bush that had been struck by the mysterious lightning. Circle around. We're starting from the beginning, said Bianca. All the sisters came and sat around the circle. If it had been daylight, I would have run. Come on, said Bianca. You too, Jane. She patted a spot beside her when the two cats entered into the circle without me. I stood beside the giant tree trunk on my own when a Moakley's cat meowed. The black cat stayed beside Bianca, and so I went to sit beside it. Okay, we're going to start with our names, then something special about us. That way we get to know each other a little better. We're all friends here, and so I'll start, said Bianca. She paused to look at each of us around the circle, while her pink hair looked more like a demonic orange flame under the coal's glowing light. She was smiling big, with dark circles hanging under her eyes, which made her look even more like a mad juggler. My name is Vianca, and I'm a sorceress. During my last life, I was a goddess in Atlantis, and I'm also a psychic. I read palms, I lost my Ouija board in the fire with everything else I owned, and I'm going to sleep with Jane's brother before I die. She nudged me while all the girls started laughing. Very funny. Not if I make love with him first, I thought. Okay, your turn said Bianca, pointing at the silent sister. I'm Maya, and I'm the oldest of the seven sisters, she spoke. She was always a bit shy and reserved, or maybe just quieter because she couldn't stand the rest of these twats too. I barely knew any of them, but Maya was always alone, even if the group was nearby. She preferred her own space, just like me. The elders know me as the Great One, she added, and they sure screwed that up, said the smallest sister. Again, the girl started giggling. Shh! Let her finish, said Bianca. Maya took a deep breath in, held her lungs full of air, and then let out a long exhale before continuing. You can call me May, and I'm the goddess of breath, sound, and ecstatic dance, she said. There was something she wasn't telling me. She was distant for a reason, but I figured she was the smartest of the bunch. I'd keep a close eye on her to learn what I could. And my name is Alcione. I'm the second sister, and I'm the goddess of the sea, she said. Think of me like a lighthouse guiding fishermen and sailors home safely. I'm good at calming the oceans, lakes, and ponds. But every so often, I'll roast up a good storm if we need one. Anything else, added Bianca. Alcione shrugged. Well, are you dating anyone? asked Bianca. Oh, yes, I'm engaged, said Alcione. You should tell her to whom, said Bianca. My fiancé travels a lot, Elkione paused. His name is Poseidon. He's a dick, said Bianca. They got engaged two lifetimes ago, and he still hasn't set a wedding date. But don't worry, dear. I'm sure you'll be happily married soon. Elkione's smile fell short as her eyes wandered to the coals under the burning bush. Well, my name is Taegeti, but you can call me Tiggy, said the bubbly sister. I'm the mistress of animals and... And Taegeti could have been married a long time ago. Alcione cut her off. She even had the perfect man propose, but she can't settle on one dick. He wasn't the one, said Taegeti. Who? I asked. His name was Hercules, said Taegeti. And Taegeti figures she needs to sample more sailors before she picks the right one, said Alcione. Taegeti was blushing now. Bianca, make her stop. It's my turn. Continue, my dear, said Bianca. Okay, where was I? Tejiti's smile grew huge as she looked up at the stars. Well, I do dream of living in the mountains someday, and I'm also a nymph. <laughs> she giggled and covered her mouth. A what? I like sex. A lot. So that makes me the goddess of everything sacred, said Tejiti. 
Vianca was blushing, and some of the other girls were turning red too. Now everyone started feeling warm and fuzzy at once. She likes guys, girls, and everything in between, whispered Vianca. What was that? asked Teijiti. Oh, nothing. Who's next? added Vianca. I'm Sterapy, said the tan sister with poofy hair. Call me Star, and I'm the goddess of lightning. Why is that? We've seen enough for tonight, interrupted Vianca. Last time we let her loose, there was an accident. I didn't mean to, said Sterapy. And are you sure it was even me? It could have been Theon. She struck me with lightning, and I know it was her, said the black sister beside her. We're always learning, said Star, and I'm also the goddess of remedies, language, and vibration. And who are you? I'm Celino, or Cece for short, said the dark girl, and all my kids are special. One is half wolf, another is half dragon, one is part lion, and I guess one other is part goat. Wow, really? Yep, she paused. And I also had a fling with Poseidon. I've got two kids from him as well, and Vianca's right. He's got a nice dick. Alcione's face sank deeper into her chest. Okay, come on, Electra, said Vianca. Your turn. Oh, I'm Electra, said the pale girl, and they call me the bright one. Oh, why's that? And now the whole mood of the night shifted when my intuition told me that she was one smart cookie. Maybe if I asked more questions, I'd get to know them better. Suddenly, a bright light began to glow from the center of her forehead and illuminate the entire area under the giant oak tree. Will you cut that out? You'll attract unwanted creatures if you're not careful, said Vianca. The glowing light ceased, but her smile only got bigger. Yep, that's me, said Electra. I'm also good with herbs and natural medicine, too. If you ever get sick, you're safe with me. Oh, and I really like your selenite wand, Jane. I used to have all kinds of crystals, too. I smiled and I appreciated her because she was so kind. Electra was the gentlest out of all of them. I think I wanted to kiss her. And I'm Merope, said the smallest one jumping in. I also have a thing for sailors. I'm a gypsy, a Scorpio, I prefer being naked, and they call me the Lost Sister. This was the little sister whose face was bleeding from before, the same one who had mounted me with a knife. She was a little trickster, or a wanderer of sorts. And you have a boyfriend too, I asked. It was awkward for a moment. He died, she added. That's what happens when you marry a mortal, giggled Celino. Excuse me, he was a king, said Merope. She jumped over the fire and started to wrestle Celino when they rolled over each other. Girls, please. Now how about you, Jane, said Bianca. I couldn't tell which of these girls was pinned, but it was settled with a quick peck on the lips before they both started laughing and came back into the circle. Well, I paused. I'm Jane the guide, and I grew up not far from this forest, and... Holy shit, I didn't have anything cool to add compared to these chicks. I couldn't calm the sea, summon lightning, bang sailors, or any of it. I was a worthless scumbucket compared to them. Come on, Jane, what else? said Bianca. Just tell us anything you want. Doesn't have to be that special. Well, I like to collect gems. I'm also pretty good at gardening. And I'm half a boy, too. Oh, really? said Taejiti. What's that like? I was surprised and a bit shocked she cared. It's different. Do you think of yourself as a boy or a girl? Asked Merope. I don't know. Why? It's very unique. And how does it make you feel? Asked Taejiti. I paused. I feel like an outsider. These girls were actually very understanding. Why hadn't I given them a chance before? You must have a really special purpose then. And I'm sure you must know about the seven hermetic principles, right? Asked Maya. Not a clue. 
Shall we indulge her? said Vianca. Come on, ladies, rattle them off. Start it off, Maya. Principle number one. The universe is mental. Everything you think creates your reality. Everything you see is all a result of the mind space. Huh? How so? Think about it. You're a gardener, right? Before a farmer can grow crops, they need a plan in their mind before they can start planting. And before anyone can build a house, they draw it on paper. All our plans, all constructions, and anything we do, well, it comes from the mental space first. Anything that has ever existed starts in the brain with an idea. If you can control your mind, then you've got control of your world, said Maya. Good. And the second? asked Bianca. Principle number two, said Elkioni. The principle of correspondence. As above, so below. As below, so above. Heaven, hell, and everything in between are part of the all. And by all, I mean everything. It's all equal and opposite. Just look at this tree if you need an example. The roots go down, the branches go up, as above, so below. And number three, said Bianca. Number three is the principle of vibration, said Tejajiti. This is the foundation of Tantra, or how energy is transferred. Nothing rests because everything moves, and everything vibrates when you get down to the bottom of it. The night turns to day because the sun comes out to energize the land. It's all energy, and energy is just vibrations. Simple stuff, really. Four, said Bianca. Fourth is the principle of polarity, said Sterope. Everything is dual. Everything has two poles, or a pair of opposites. Call them quarks, or inverse pairs. But all extremes meet in the middle. All truths are but half-truths, and all paradoxes can be reconciled. Five, asked Bianca. Oh, I know five, said Merope. It's the only one I care about. Dancing? Not quite, said Bianca. Okay, fine, said Merope. Five is called the principle of rhythm. But it's the same thing as dancing, because everything flows and everything goes, and everything moves in and out just like the ocean and its tide. It's all one big party, and did we mention we love ecstatic dance? Six, anyone? asked Bianca. I've got it, said Electra. Six is the principle of cause and effect. Everything happens for a reason by the laws of nature. You can think of this as change or seasons, but it's really the fundamental laws of the entire universe in one. There are many planes of existence, so just because you didn't notice something on the physical plane doesn't mean action and reactions don't obey the law on other planes. Nothing escapes the laws of nature. And last but not least, seven, said Bianca. The principle of gender, said Celino. Just as you said it, Jane, everything has its masculine and feminine sides, and gender manifests on all planes. Every man has a feminine side, and every woman has a masculine side. We're all on a spectrum, and you are just a perfect example, aren't you, my dear? These are the seven heavens, and here are the seven sacred sisters. Let us make a pact right now, that for the time being, we'll include Jane as our secret number eight, said Vianca. They nodded in agreement, and even Merope smiled as she touched my legs. Does that mean I get to make a law, too? Well, I don't know about that, said Vianca. These principles came from great beings ancient sages and sorceresses. It's not something you can just add to because... Let her speak, said Maya. What did you have in mind? I think I liked Maya the most. She was the oldest one with tattoos, and the look in her eyes told me she'd gone through something far more intense than anyone else here. And above all, love, I added. If I could make a rule, I'd want to remind people that no matter what you think, or how others may judge, above all, 
I am loving awareness. I paused and looked around the group. Love, pondered Maya. Then above all, love. Bianca reached her arm above the glowing coals and waited until everyone put their arms above the heat. Our hands were atop one another, and I could feel the energy moving between our hands. This was a unique bond, a sacred pact, and once Bianca began to speak, I knew there was no going back. Here there is no man, there is no woman either, no self, no person, no consciousness, but rather we are simply the all, labeling male or female as so hollow. Oh, how worldly fools delude themselves. Bianca paused to look into each of our eyes. Together we are one, and by uniting we find the union of the whole. We have the essence of the universe inside our bodies, and we are the energy of the entire soul. Black and white, large and small, together we form a pact. Love above all, said Bianca. I could see their souls glowing. Auras of different colors emerged from their foreheads, from red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and bright white light was glowing out from them. We howled like wolves we cried out to the moon with all our might. Love above all, yelled the seven sacred sisters, and I into the night.